Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. And hello and welcome to another edition of Mets Musings. Hope you all had a great week out there. We are in a different location, the uh, usual uh, location, having some issues with the computer. So I uh, had to move the uh, had to move it inside to a different area. But here we are in the Baseball Talk Radio Show studio and i hope you'll tune in to baseball talk radio rich baxter and i do a show there uh and uh talk all about baseball and what's been going on in uh, this uh, whole mess of a season so far so go check that out and i hope you will check out uh baseball and bbq my good friends len and jeff put on a terrific show they always got great guests and uh, they just in the world of baseball and in the world of barbecue in their latest episode is really terrific. So go check that out, baseball and BBQ. And hey, check out baseballpodcast.net. All of these shows are on there. My show, Mets Musings, uh, Rich's show, Phillies Talk, Baseball and Barbecue. They're all there. You're all there. So go check it out, baseballpodcast.net or baseballtalkradio.com. All right, let's talk some Mets. Uh, we had a, actually had a baseball game yesterday. Well, sort of. We had an intra-squad exhibition game between the Mets Blues and the Mets Whites. And the Mets Whites won 3-1. to one, And uh, Wilson Ramos hit a two-run homer for the Mets Whites. And... Uh, J.D. Davis hit a uh, solo shot for the Mets Blues. Uh, and that was basically the score. I think Ryan Cordell hit a uh, shot. Played a good center field, too, by the way, for the for the uh, Mets Whites. So um, uh, who pitched? Michael Walker pitched uh, five shutout innings of uh, no-hit ball, I believe. Uh, looked very, very good. When extended a couple of innings, they gave him four outs. He looked pretty good, so uh, things are starting to shape up, and then uh, we'll uh, keep going from there. Let's take a look at other news. Uh, Jacob DeGrom is okay. Let's not panic. He says he's okay. <laughs> if you remember the other day, they pulled him out of a game because he had some back tightness. Uh, they did an MRI for, uh, you know, for uh, security reasons, I guess, to make sure everything was okay. And it all came back A-OK. So um, he was interviewed yesterday, I believe it was, and he said he felt fine. He was looking forward to opening day. We'll see. We'll see how his next start in uh, the summer camp how it goes how he comes out of it is the more important thing and see if he's feeling okay he might be on uh you know schedule to go to uh opening day 
Uh, Brad Brack and Jared Hughes were placed on the IL. No reason why. Uh, of course, the speculation is that, it, that maybe it's COVID-19, but they claim that there is nobody in camp with COVID-19. So, uh, you know, we go from there and see. Uh, we can only go by what they tell us. They're telling us nobody in camp had COVID-19 or has COVID-19. We still don't know who that one player was. It was speculated that Robertson Cano was the player. He says it was not, that he had personal business to attend to. That's why he was not at camp. And uh, now he's there. So he's got some making up to do uh, before the season starts. He doesn't have much time now. But he did not say what his personal business was. He doesn't have to. Uh, but he did say it was personal business. He was on, and that's why he was not, and apparently it was not COVID-19. So we still don't know who the COVID-19 guys was. Uh, but um, does it really matter? But Hughes and uh, Brock are now uh, now down for the count. And uh, ESNY is reporting that the Mets are now down. Well, a lot of places are reporting this. They're down to four bidders. The deadline was July 9th to have bids in. And down to four, hedge fund billionaire Steve Cohen, sports owners Joshua Harris and David Blitzer, celebrity couple A-Rod and J-Lo, and a mystery bidder. Uh, and uh, they are all reporting that SNY is off the table. So it doesn't look like whoever does make the purchasing it is going to include S and Y. I don't know why they're doing this again. I would just, you know, reportedly Cohen offered them $4 million for both the Mets and S and Y. Honestly, I would have took the four bill and split. I would have jumped all over that move, that money and left. That's a lot of money. A lot of money. They didn't pay that much for the team. Four billion for SNY. Now, do they think they're going to make that money on SNY? I don't see it happening. I really don't. In ten years, I don't know. I don't know what what SNY made last year, but that means they'd have to make what a hundred million a year to make up that that. Two billion or whatever, or not even two hundred million a year. I don't know, but I guess they want to keep a hand in it. And look, if Cohen is the winner of the sweepstakes, he's the kind of guy. He's got money. He's got a. He'll essentially have a ten-year contract with SNY. I believe the contract runs out in twenty thirty. He could by by that time he could start his own network. Uh, you know, it gives them 10 years of planning. I don't think you need that long. You know, five years would probably be enough, but uh, it gives him 10. But 
Does he want to do that? I don't know. We'll see. But they everybody was instructed. The first round, the bids were put in, but they were non-binding. The second round is uh, uh, binding, and and they tell you um, they tell you that uh, to the bidders do not put a bid in fast NY because it's not being sold. So, um, you know, so the bids are going to be between. They think 1.7 to 2 billion. No word. There is a mystery bidder. We don't know who it is. Uh, there was a report that it was a billionaire casino guy, uh, Sheldon Alderson, but uh, his companies come out and said that it is not them. So we don't know who this mystery bidder is. It could be him. Maybe uh, he's got another group. Um, there is the C.K. McWaters Ownership Group. Uh, you know, uh, that's, uh, he's connected to, he's got an endorsement from Daryl Strawberry, uh, but at least it's moving on and it looks like something's going to happen. Let's hope so. Uh, I think Steve Cohen is the favorite at this point. I probably would at this point prefer to see Steve Cohen get it. Even though, uh, you know, I I have no problem with J-Lo and and A-Rod getting it. My only problem with them is if they are scraping together money to get it, are they going to have any extra cash to compete with the rest of the league afterwards. That's my problem. It's like buying a million, you know, buying a million dollar mansion, but then not having the money to put furniture in it. So I I, I kind of like, you know, Cohen's got plenty of cash and uh, he wants to win and he's going to push this team. Not that anybody else doesn't, but I think he's got the cash to back up what he wants to do with this team. So, but we'll see, you know, I mean, it's got the owners, the other owners have to approve them. Are they going to approve Cohen who has probably more money than all of them? So, um, they may not like that because he might spend it. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see. But speaking of a rod, there is news with a rod as well. Uh, and that is ESPN is trying to avoid another conflict of interest between one of its employees and the Mets. So Alex Rodriguez, who is involved to bid to buy the team, will not broadcast Met games for ESPN until that situation is settled. Danette Rourke revealed that information on a conscious call yesterday, according to Bradford William Davids of the New York Daily News. You don't want to put uh, the team Alex or Matt A-Rod's Sunday night play-by-play partner in a difficult position, ESPN said. Currently, the Mets have one game set for Rodriguez's usual slot, a July 26th against the Braves during baseball's pandemic-shortened opening weekend. 
Chipper Jones will replace Rodriguez in the booth when the Mets take on the Atlanta Braves on Sunday Night Baseball on July 26th. So, A-Rod will not be doing that again. It's, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Why do we want to, you know, have him? Don't put him in. They did that with Mendoza, remember? Last year, they made her uh, an employee of the team, and then she did a game, and it was uncomfortable. She had made comments, and uh, it, it was an uncomfortable situation, and what a comments made as a ESPN commentator, or what they made as, uh, uh, you know, she had apologized too much. It was too much. So now they've avoided all of that by just saying A-Rod's not going to do Met games. And that's okay with us uh, until this gets settled. Now, it would be interesting that if he does buy the team, I guess he'll quit ESPN. Maybe not. Maybe he'll keep his gig there. Who knows? I don't know. You know, he's going to have to have income from somewhere. It may not be the Mets, especially this season. Um, but we'll see. It gets um, interesting and interestinger, if that's a word, every day. All right. This is going to be a quick show, so I'm not even going to take a break today. Uh, um, the uh, last thing I wanted to talk about were these cardboard cutouts. Um, the Mets have offered to, to, I believe, season ticket holders cardboard cutouts to be placed in the seats. And uh, people paying good money for this. I think it's $86 a uh, uh, a seat. And I think you have to sign up for 30 games. Don't quote me on this, but uh, I believe that's what the deal was, which is like, I you know... 2600 bucks or something so um as i said if you watched youtube last last night the inter-squad game they had some of them but they weren't really they kind of kept the camera low but you could see that they were there behind home plate i gotta say looked a little cheesy it looks a little cheesy and the photos look pretty good but it, it looks just looks cheesy to have cardboard cutouts there. And then they have to play the uh, stadium noise. And they, they took it from MLB The Show. And apparently each team received a uh, tablet. I don't know what kind, iPad, uh, I don't know. But it's it included sound effects from the MLB The Show. And it has to they have to play them. It's up to the team which ones to use. There's a general murmur of the crowd that they have to play. And then they can, there's different levels that they can uh, push in. I, I believe they said on the broadcast there's 100 different combinations. I'm not sure if that's true either. Uh, but uh, they did announce the batters. They did have walk-up music. I it was all a little bit cheesy. And you hear this murmur in the background. And it's... Um... Now, the reason they did that was because some of the players complained in the open stadium. You really could hear conversations in the dugout or whatever uh, quite clearly. And <clears throat> you don't want to do that, obviously. So 
they decided to put this murmur in and this this white noise, I guess, to try to keep that that down and to make it more realistic. Um, and I guess that's what the idea of the cardboard cutouts too, because if you're a player and you, at least you see faces, I don't know. It looked it looked a little crazy, and it and it's expensive, and uh, and people are criticizing the Will Ponds right away for trying to make money. But look, they're not the only ones doing it. There are a couple of other teams that are doing it. And let's be honest, these teams don't have income this year. So they're not getting ticket money. They're not getting concession money. They're not getting souvenir money. They're not getting parking money. So they had to come up with something, and I, this is what they chose, I guess. And um, I don't know. if they, Are they going to give it back to you? The car, are they going to give you your cardboard cutout at the end of the season? Interesting. I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I, we'll see how it goes this weekend. Uh, SMY will be broadcasting. I believe it is tomorrow. Don't know the time. Go check it out. Uh, the Yankees and Mets are playing an exhibition. Yankees will be at uh, City Field. And I believe Sunday the Mets go to Yankee Stadium. They play like a home-and-home. Home. And then next week it starts in earnest. So uh, beware of that. And you'll be able to see the empty stadium if you have not already. And uh, we go from there. In this short season, it's it's going to be a hoot, I guess. I don't know. But we'll be here to bring you all the action. I, I'm going to try to line up guests. i got to get a hand on the schedule here and try to figure out what they're going to do and how I can work this out. But we'll try to bring in some guests, uh, hopefully from other bloggers from across the country. Um, I And, uh, you know... And do the best we can to get by this shortened season. I want to thank you all for taking the time to uh, listen to this podcast today or watching it. Um, if you'd like to help out the show, please go to anchor.fm slash Mets Musings. There's a, a little button on that page there on how to support the show. Or check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash baseball uh, slash Mets Musings. The other baseball talks the other show. Uh, so go check that out. And again, I'd like to thank you for listening to the show, and I hope you'll subscribe to the show. And uh, go to YouTube if you watch the video, or iTunes, Google Play, wherever you watch the podcast, I hope you'll hit the subscribe button. That helps us expand to uh, new listeners so if uh, you know if you'd be so inclined and if you'd go to Apple Podcasts and leave a uh, five star review or four star review or if you hate the show leave a leave a one star review but you know if it, I'd appreciate it if you go there and uh, find out how to leave a review it would be very helpful for me uh, again, that's going to wrap it up for this weekend. I'll talk to you next time. And don't forget, until the next time, to keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. And I'll see you next time on another edition of Mets Music.